six season five yay yay i am so happy that y'all have joined me for another story on the stoop so for all my new listeners welcome 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 to the crew and for my returning listeners hey how y'all doing okay so you know what we gotta do it's time for some stoop announcements it's birthday time a b i r t h d a y is birthday time b i r t h d Hey, what is birthday time? Yay, yay. Happy birthday to Una, Iris, Odessa, and Camden. Woohoo! And I hope that you were surrounded by so much love and happiness and you got to eat cake and ice cream and got everything that you wanted. And um, happy birthday from me and all the Stoop Kids and the Stoop Kid crew. Also, I just wanted to give myself a shout out because my birthday was this weekend. So happy birthday to me too. Woohoo! Stoop grown-ups, if you would like for your child to receive a shout-out on the show and other patron-only goodies, go to www.patreon.com slash stories and make a pledge. All right, y'all. So I don't really have a lot of Stoop announcements for today. Um, you know, the basics. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm going to really try to be more active on there. I've been really slacking, so I'm going to step it up. But make sure you follow me and... Um, Rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't on Apple Podcast. Um, yeah, and I think that's it. Oh, wait, I have a super special stoop announcement. A friend of mine named Shantae Wright has a new book out, and I want to tell you all about it. It's called Signing the ABCs with Friends. This book is a great way to help introduce you and your stoop kids to learning American Sign Language. Studies have shown that learning a new language at a young age will become a lifelong skill for them to have. Signing the ABCs with friends is easy to read and perfect for all ages. Click the link in the description box of this episode to purchase your copy today and dive into the world of American Sign Language. Okay, I think I'm really done with my stupid announcements. So, you know what time it is. Let's get into a story. Let's go! Halloween weekend was over. The streets were quiet, kind of like a ghost town. From the party at the church over on the west side to the teen parties happening over east, the city was lit Halloween night and it was having a hard time waking up the next morning. But there was something eerily peaceful about the streets being so bare early in the morning. However, there was one person who was outside walking the streets, J.R., He was just walking up and down the street, back and forth, not really heading towards a destination. His head was hanging low, and his hands were in the pockets of his hoodie. Junior, a voice asked from the shadows. Who is it? 
Junior jumped back and said, Chill, chill, it's Mickey. What are you doing out here so early in the morning? McKinley asked. I mean, I should be asking you the same thing. I'm out here minding my business, J.R. responded. Oh, well, you don't gotta get smart, McKinley said as she started to walk away. Yo, where you going? J.R. asked McKinley. I'm minding my business. Psych, <laughs> nah, nah. My mom asked me to run down to the store and pick something up. You want to walk with me? Clearly you aren't doing anything important, McKinley said to him. Junior shrugged his shoulders and tagged along. Now, the two didn't say much of anything to each other because, remember, they both just got in trouble a couple of nights ago with the toilet paper fiasco. They approached the store, and Junior opened the door for McKinley. Oh, well, thank you. Look at you being nice for once, she said to him. I do have manners, Mickey, he said. Could have fooled me, and she walked into the store. McKinley walked down the aisle and grabbed some laundry detergent pods and a lint roller. Must be nice to have a washer and dryer in your house, Junior mumbled under his breath. What did you say? She turned to him and asked. He shook his head and walked over to the candy aisle. McKinley paid for her items, and they both walked out the store and started to head home. They continued to walk in silence down the street just like before, and then Junior handed McKinley a chocolate bar from his pocket. Uh, did you pay for this? She asked. Shh, no, no, you want it or nah? Junior whispered. Yo, you can't steal. Take it back. I'm telling, McKinley said as she started to head back towards the store. No, 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 no. Don't tell. Man, this is why I never hang out with you. You're no fun, Junior said. Stealing isn't fun, Junior, McKinley said to him aggressively. Well, everybody don't got money like you, McKinley. I gotta do what I gotta do. And he started to quickly walk in front of her. Yo, Junior, wait up, wait up. And she shuffled quickly behind him. I could have just paid for it. I got double allowance this week because of the extra credit on my test and for completing my entire fall reading books already. So why didn't you just ask me? McKinley said. I don't need your money, Junior said, scowling at her. They both got quiet again. The cars started to zip up and down the street, and the city was starting to slowly wake up. McKinley slowed up her walking a bit and asked Junior, So, why were you out here all by yourself this morning? And don't say you were minding your business. Junior didn't respond. Yo, why you gotta be so rude all the time? All I did was ask you a question, McKinley said as she started to get frustrated. I mean, why would you care? I'm out here every morning, he asked. I know. So, why are you? She asked again. Because I ain't got nothing else better to do, he said, and then he went and sat on the curb. I mean, you could go to school. You used to go to school and then you stopped. Why? She asked. School ain't for me. Never been for me, he said. But wouldn't your mom be upset about you not going to school? McKinley asked. Man, she don't care about nothing but her hair, her nails, her stamps, and her bundles. Oh, and when she could come out and make a scene whenever I'm doing something that she don't like. But your mom is so cool. I love her long nails. They're always so colorful. And she's always so nice to me, McKinley said. Whatever. She ain't never home, 
And when she is home, she ain't paying attention to me, so I just leave and go hang out with my boys, Junior said. McKinley sat there silently. Yeah, so everybody can't have a nice life like you, Mickey. You get to ride to school in your dad's fancy car and get to go to all these cool places with both of your parents. Not everybody gets that privilege, he said to her. And what you mean by that? She asked. Come on, McKinley, with your perfect sparkly life, with your perfect parents, all your awards and trips. I ain't got none of that over here. I basically have to depend on myself, on my boys, he said. My life isn't sparkly, Junior. My parents work hard, yes. Do we get to go on trips? Yes. Sounds sparkly to me, Junior interjected. Yes, but I get in trouble too, she said, completely missing the point. Yo, it's not about me getting in trouble. You think I like getting in trouble? I do the things that I do because I gotta survive. I ain't got no daddy out here to look out for me. I gotta look out for myself. You get to come home to a hot meal every day. Nice breakfast in the morning. You even get an allowance. The only reason I was showing up for school was so I could eat. But now I just wait for my homeboy to bring me something when he gets out of school. Man, we just built different, McKinley. Something you'll never understand. McKinley stood there listening to Junior and didn't know what to say. She was always told from other people that Junior was the bad kid and to stay away from him. But now she got a different perspective. I'm sorry, Junior. I didn't know. You're just always... And then she stopped. Always what? Getting in trouble? Yeah, no. That's all I know how to do, he said to her. No, I mean... I remember in elementary school, you always had the best art projects. You could draw anything. And I could barely draw a stick figure, McKinley said. And, Junior said, looking at her, I guess all I'm saying is, you used to hang with the BB twins and I, and then you just stopped, and I wish you didn't, she said. Really? he asked. McKinley nodded her head and smiled. Yeah, well, I guess I thought y'all were better than me. You know, you were killing it in school, getting straight A's, and the BB twins were popular because of their dancing, and I I don't know, I just... I just thought I didn't have a place in the crew anymore, he said. You always have a place in our crew, (laughs) but we don't steal or throw toilet paper on churches in our crew, McKinley laughed and said. (laughs) I know. Maybe one day I'll come back and hang with y'all. But I, I gotta get out of here. I told the boys I would meet them and I'm late because I walked you to the store, he said. You didn't have to walk me. I was fine by myself, McKinley said, crossing her arms. It's all good. I wanted to. I'll see you around, Mickey. Bye, Junior. And they both went their separate ways. McKinley was thinking about what Junior said for the rest of the day. She never really knew his family situation or anything like that. She just knew that he lived with his mom. She also just knew that one day they were super cool friends, and then the next day they weren't. Maybe one day they could be friends again. The end. This story really makes you think, huh? Sometimes there are friends in our lives who do things that seem bad or wrong. And yes, they vary so might be, but 
What if our friend is just going through something and we have no idea? Our environment, living conditions, family dynamics can really affect our friends around us. But this question is really for my stoop grown-ups out there. How are we handling the stoop kids in our lives who seem to be going down the wrong path? Are we quick to reprimand them and not listen and learn what's going on? Or do we handle them with care and intentionality and love? This is something that I'm practicing whenever I have a kid in my dance class who might act out or have a kid in my youth group who seems like they can't keep it together. Not every child is bad or disrespectful just for the sake of being bad and disrespectful. And it's up to us as stoop grown-ups to help our stoop kids understand what's really going on. What's really bothering them beneath the surface. So, that's my story for today. Thanks for listening. Till next time. Bye!